Well, good morning, everybody. Praise the Lord, and God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and thank you so much for waking up and making the decision to pray with us today. Uh, welcome to our Zion Travail's prayer and impartation call. We are here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and um, we have something uh, really good that I believe is going to be a blessing to you today. Uh, first, I want to apologize about Thursday. Um, children, well, I went away for a uh, leadership retreat and took the children with me, and we made a little vacation out of it. But, but while I was away, um, it got a little cold, I guess, and um, it's still lingering. But when I woke up that Thursday morning, I'd already I had a, a sore throat the night before and a little cough, but when I woke up that Thursday morning, my, my uh, throat was just shut. It was completely shut, so I'm sorry to have to – I had to uh, cancel prayer uh, in the moment, uh, so I'm very sorry about that. And uh, this morning, I'm still a little um, – got a cough here, so – if you hear some silence, that's probably me, me just muting my phone so I won't cough in your ear. Um, we're trying to get through this as best as we can. We're going to try to get through this as best as we can. And uh, we'll be back hopefully. Um, I got a little haul here. Hopefully we'll uh, be better on Thursday. So if anybody got any uh, good old-fashioned remedies to knock this cough out, please let me know because uh, at this point I'm I'm sick of it. <laughs> Another day of it, and I'll be calling my doctor. So I just have two passages of scriptures I want to read to you. Um, I want to talk real quick, and we're going to pray about um, – <coughs> excuse me. I want to pray – and, uh, well, our prayer focus this morning is going to be uh, the four storms in life, the four, st- four, the four storms of life, the four storms of life. And so that's going to be our prayer focus this morning. I just want to read two passages of Scripture to you. The first is going to be in First Corinthians chapter number 10, verse 13. <clears throat> First um, Corinthians chapter ten verse thirteen. I love how the uh, King James version starts it out, but I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. The King James starts out by saying, "There is no temptation that has taken you, but such as common to man. Um, but God is faithful." Uh, but that's not the version I'm reading. I just know that by heart. I'm literally not even looking at that. I just know it by heart. Um, but the New Living Translation says that the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience, and God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than what you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. I just want to read that one more time. The temptations in your life, the problems in your life, the troubles in your life, the storms in your life, they are no different than from what other people experience. Remember, God is faithful. And so if God is faithful in the good things, if God is faithful in blessing you, if God is faithful in making a way, if God is faithful in healing your body, God is faithful in the storm. He's faithful in the pain. 
He's faithful in the temptation. So uh, Paul says God is faithful. He wants us to remember that. Remember, and what is God faithful about? What, what does his faithfulness look like? His faithfulness looks like this. He will not allow the temptation. He will not allow the storm. He will not allow the problem. He will not allow the circumstance to be more than you can stand or more that you are able to handle because what will he will do? When you are tempted or when you go through the storm, when you go through the pain, when you go through the problem, he will make a way of escape and he will show you a way out so that you can endure the storm. This is what God will do. This is his faithfulness. This is how faithful God is. So when the Bible says, talks about there's uh, the temptations in your life are no different than other people, uh, that word temptation there, it means to put to proof or to put to the test. Um, a lot of times when we are going through things, um, the Bible says in Exodus chapter 1, uh, God said that he, um, I can't remember exactly how, it, how it's worded, but it, he said, I did that to prove you, to prove you, to prove to you. Because the thing is, beloved, we don't need to prove anything to God because God already knows everything about us. We have to prove to ourselves. So when Paul says there is no temptation, the temptation is to put, put to put to the test, to put you to the test. Every person faces pressures. Every person, all of us face difficulties, difficulties in life. And um, a lot of times, storms, if a storm is generally unexpected, and storms can come unexpectedly, and they look different. They don't all look the same. You know, you can have a financial storm where out of the blue, you know, um, th- this, is, this is what I've learned, really. No matter how uh, prosperous we are, no matter how abundant um, we live our lives, many of us are just one bad decision away from a financial disaster. And some people are one paycheck away from poverty. So storms of life in a financial sense happen all the time. We have storms in our health. Um, You know, you go to the doctor for one thing and you you walk away and you have a a diagnosis of something that you didn't even know existed in your body. Um, We have storms in our marriages, storms in our family. You know, storms in our relationship. You know, we have storms on our jobs. Uh, we have storms in, in our at, at work, you know, dealing with people every day. And some of us are, are working remotely now, but that has not eliminated conflict. Uh, some of us have storms. Some of us have storms in our ministry. So what I'm trying to get us to see, beloved, is that, all of us are facing different kinds of storms in our life, different kinds of difficulties, different kinds of pressures. But here's the thing that I want you to walk away. 
here's the thing that I want you to walk away with this morning is that God is faithful. God is faithful. And so you are not the only one facing this. When the Bible says that God is faithful, what he's saying is that he's not going to leave you while you are in the storm. He's not going to leave you while you are in the difficulty. He's not going to leave you while you're going through your valley of uncertainty. He is always there to help us. And then uh, it, the, the the other promise that he he, he makes us, um, beloved, how you know how at the end he says, uh, when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. In other words, what God is saying is that God has a way to walk you through the storm and grow you. So not only are you going to come through the storm, uh, Paul says that he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So God is going to show you a way to walk through the storm and grow. Walk through the storm and use it as your benefit. Walk through the storm and become a stronger person. Walk through the storm and become a stronger person. Walk through the storm and develop uh, the maturity, the grace, and the insight that you need to uh, help your life in other areas. God's saying this morning, beloved, that while you're going through the storm, he's going to help you. But, but when you come out, you're going to be stronger because of it. And so... I want to talk very quickly about uh, four, uh, four storm, the four storms in life. And um, the passage that I want to focus on uh, for that is in Mark chapter number four. Mark chapter number four. And this is when Jesus calms the storm. I'm just going to read it very quickly in your hearing. Uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 35 says, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm came up. High, high waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill up with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence or peace, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. I, I love I love this passage of scripture. So uh, I just I want to get through this very quickly to get to the four the four storms of life. So um, the first thing that I want to highlight is that Jesus uh, he he says Jesus says it wasn't the disciples' decision. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't the disciples' decision. It was his decision to cross over to the other side. So when Jesus says, let's cross over to the other side, that cross over there, uh, he had a purpose. His purpose and his priority was clear. 
He was on a mission to seek and to save those that were lost. Lost. His work was done where he was at, and so he was ready to move on to the next place. And and this is something that we all have to be mindful of, beloved, is that God wants us to reach people with the gospel. He wants us to to, to cross over to the other side. He doesn't want us to stay where we are at. He wants us to cross over, meaning to get out of your comfort zone. I'm, I'm taking a class right now. Um, I'm wrapping up. It's called Intercultural Communication. And it's a very, uh, been a very interesting class, but it's talking about, you know, how do we share the gospel, number one, with people who have never heard of the gospel, or how do we share the gospel with people who are different than ourselves, who um, are from different uh, uh, cultures than ourselves, that are from uh, different uh, languages than ourselves. Um, and and it, 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 it's, it's a very interesting class, but in order for us to be able to share the gospel message with others, we're going to have to leave our comfort zone. And so this is what Jesus is saying. He's saying, let's cross over. Let's get away from here. We've been here long enough. Let's go, let's go in the direction of the harvest. Let's go in the direction where the people are. He, he, where Jesus was at, he was already successful there. And so he he left his place of success and achievement. He left the place that he knew very well. And see, a lot of times, see the the Bible says that he left the multitude. So when when it's saying he left the multitude, that was a place that he had already grown. That was a place where people knew him. That was a place where he was very successful. And oftentimes, beloved, God will call you to cross over. To the other side, he will cause you to leave what's familiar. He will ask you to leave uh, the place that has been successful, the place where you have found success, to go to a place that's uncomfortable, to go to a place that's unfamiliar, to go to a place uh, that that you don't know. He he left the comfort of the crowd to pursue his father's priority. And so this is what God wants us to do. We have to um, give God a yes that says, I am willing to leave the comfort of what I know to pursue the priority that you have for me. And so let's, let's get into these storms. Let's get into these storms. So the Bible says um, that there was a great storm in verse 37. The Bible says that a great storm arose. And uh, the word great there, it actually means black thunderclouds. It means um, strong strong gust of wind. It means torrents of rain. Um, the word mega there, it means, I mean, I'm sorry, the word great there, it means mega uh, or very big. So in other words, this is just giving us a picture that this is a, this is a great storm. <laughs> They're going through a mighty storm. They're going through a mega storm. They're going through a big storm. And some of you this morning, you're saying, Pastor Morrison, <coughs> I'm going through a mega storm. I've got something mega that's happening in my life right now. I've got something mega that I'm dealing with. I've got something very big that's going on right now. And some of the things that's happening to many of you, you don't even talk to people about. You don't, you know, you don't share with other people, but you've got some things that's happening in your life. And so the Bible is, is identifying that the Bible says that, listen, they were going through a great 
a great storm, a mega situation. This is not no little thunder. Uh, this is not a little rain shower here. No, this is this is something big. Um, and so, the, and the Bible says that the wind and the rain uh, was beating up against the boat, and they were they were in danger. They were about to die. The boat <laughs> the boat started sinking. I want you to just get this picture. I want you to get this picture, but I want you to keep our scripture in 1 Corinthians 10 in mind, that there's no trouble, there's no problem, there's no struggle, there's no storm, there's no temptation that you're going through, that nobody else is going through, that God is not going to help you get through. So now the disciples are going through this storm. They're going through this storm, and, and, and they think that there's no way out of this storm. They think that, that there's no way out of this boat. They think that they're, that they're getting ready to die. And so uh, uh, they, 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 they go to wake up Jesus. But the thing that I want to, to talk to you about, <coughs> excuse me, the thing that I want to talk to you about is the four different storms. Let me, let me get to this so we can pray. So the first storm is storms of our own making, storms that we, we create for ourselves. There are some things that are happening in our lives um, that it, it's, it's not your mama's fault. It's not your daddy's fault. It's, it's not the kid's fault that you grew up with. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not nobody's fault. There are some storms that we create in our own lives, that the storms that are, we are experiencing some of those storms are storms that we've created ourselves. There are storms that we've made ourselves. And what, what's happening is that you are reaping the consequences of, action, of, the, of your actions or of your inactivity. You know, I had to learn, my, um, my first lady uh, uh, told me, we were talking one time, and she was saying, you, you never know uh, – really you'll never see the consequence of your inactivity and your indecision and your bad decision until later but it will show up so while you're making the bad decision you don't really see that it's a bad decision but ultimately and eventually you're going to start reaping the consequences of that bad decision so you may not see it today but there's always seed time and harvest. And so a lot of the storms that we're facing in our lives right now, they are storms that we created. And every person, all of us, are responsible for our choices and our decisions. We're all, uh, <clears throat> many of us, each and every one of us, are experiencing consequences of choices and decisions, whether good or bad whether good or bad, but a lot of times, you know, we, we go through things in life, and so, you know, we're always pointing uh, at the devil. You know, we're always blaming the devil. The devil is a lie. The devil trying to attack me. The devil, da, da. there's always a devil. He, first of all, he's sometimes he ain't even paying no attention. Some, some of us not even high enough on his radar. <laughs> uh, uh, we're not even high enough on his radar. Uh, but I'm, so I'm, I'm joking. Don't, don't. Don't don't send me no message talking. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Okay, I'm just joking. Um, but 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 here's the question that you want to ask yourself: What has been my contribution to this storm? What have I done to create this? Have I played any part of this? Roll the tape back in your life. <clears throat> Roll the tape back in your life and ask yourself: 
what did I contribute to cause this? So the first storms of our life, the storms are of our own making, and then the second storms of our life are storms that God, uh, that are that God directed storms. Sometimes, you know, uh, there there is a need for change, and only a storm sometimes can bring you to recognize it. Um, the Bible tells us in uh, Jonah, uh, in Jonah chapter one and four, the Bible says that the Lord sent a great wind into the sea. The Lord sent that. The Lord sent a great wind in the sea. And so the, the, but, but there was a benefit to this, though. It, God wasn't trying to hurt uh, Jonah. Uh, I remember you all remember I talked to you last a couple of weeks ago about how God doesn't have to hurt us to help us. Uh, he doesn't have to cause us pain to heal us. And so when, when God sends things in our lives, it is to benefit us. And so um, this particular storm in Jonah, when the Bible says that the Lord sent a great wind in the sea, that storm was intended to bring Jonah to a place of surrender. It was to bring Jonah to a place of alignment. And sometimes there are things that are happening in your life, and God is sending the wind. God is he's ruffling things in your life, and God is sending that storm. But it's, it's not to break you. He's sending the storm to get, to get you to a place of surrender where you, you say, uh, you know, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? You, you lift up your hands and say, Lord, I surrender all. You lift up your hands and say, Lord, I hear you. I'm, I'm, I'm making the decision to be in divine alignment. None of this is working in my life. And so now you, you surrender to God. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's, he's, he's praying, and he, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't want that cup. He doesn't want to take that cup. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't want the cup. He doesn't want it. He, he, he says, if it be possible, let this cup pass me. He says, but nevertheless, sometimes storms come, and we realize that we've got to give God a nevertheless. And that's what God is after, beloved. He's after that nevertheless. Nevertheless, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. So, so when we're going through these kind of storms, the question that we want to ask ourselves is, what is God trying to say to me? What is God trying to say to me in this storm? What is, what is God, what is, he, what is he trying to get my attention for? What, what is it that, that, that God wants out of me? And what, what should my response be? And your response should be to surrender. When God sends you a storm, when your storms are God sent, you want to respond with yielding to God. Lord, I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. So the first storms of of our lives are storms of our own making. And then the second kind of storms are storms that God sends. And then the third storm is storms of of, the natural storms of life. It's not, it's it's just a part of being in this fallen world, fallen earth. It's it's not a personal failure. It's not God. It's not the devil. It's just a consequence of being in a fallen world. And so we have to recognize that, you know, some things, it's just the way way they are. 
you know, uh, a farmer a farmer plants his seed and, and he's expecting a, a good crop, a good harvest, and and uh, you know the, the weather the weather shifts, the weather changes, or something happens and you know eats up all of his crop. You know it, that wasn't God. It wasn't the devil. You understanding what I'm saying? It, it it just happened. It's just a consequence of being in this in this life. And so sometimes we have pressures that come. It's just a natural. It's just a part of life. Some things are just a part of life. You know, uh, losing a job is a part of life. Conflicts with people that you love is a part of life. It's not the devil using them. You know, sometimes we have setbacks. In our life, it's just it's just it's just a it's just a part of life, and so you have to we have to have the spiritual discernment to discern between whether this is just something that just happens. It's just it's just it's just a part of it, you know. And 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 you have to just and just know that that God is going to help you make a way of escape so that you can endure it. It's it's it, you know what I. I, I, years, a few years ago, God gave me, I woke up with this thought in my mind. God gave me this. <clears throat> and I woke up and I said, out of, I said out of my spirit, there's not, nothing today that will happen that me and the Lord can't handle together. And I want to say that to you today, beloved, that there is nothing that's going to happen in your life that you and the Lord can't handle together. You and the Lord together can handle anything, even setbacks, you know, they're, they're a part of life. And so we've got to, when, when, when we have natural, uh, natural disasters and natural storms in our life, um, we've got to, you know, uh, have patience and have faith and, and believe uh, that God's going to bring us out. But here's the question. You, you want to ask, you know, how do you respond? You know, how should you respond uh, when, when uh, you're going through these natural uh, storms? You, you want to respond with grace and not judgment. You know, you want to show yourself a little grace and show people in your home a little grace. Show people that you work with a little grace. You know, everybody makes mistakes, and sometimes we're just so quick to get so angry at people because they made a mistake, and we're so quick to judge them and so quick to, you know, uh, 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 you know give them a, a quick uh, lashing with our tongue, and we're so quick to be aggressive. But, but show people grace because we're all making mistakes. You, show yourself some grace. Because you're making some grace. You're, you're making, show yourself some grace when you make mistakes. <laughs> the Bible tells us to overcome evil with good. And then the last, the last storm, the fourth storm, we're getting ready to pray. So for those of you that are relate, we're talking about the, the four storms of life. We talked about storms of our own making. We talked about uh, God-directed storms. We just talked about uh, natural storms of life. And then the fourth storm is uh, storms sent by the devil, demonic oppression. Um, And the thing that I want you to understand about this, beloved, is that it's very real. Um, This is a spiritual reality. Uh, Demonic forces, evil forces are real. And they're active. 
I, I need you to understand that. They're active, and, and they are set on destroying us. And they primarily work through our thoughts. That's primarily how they work. They work through our mind. That's why, and I've taught this. I've taught this a million times, and you already know it. That's why the Bible teaches us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down vain imagination, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So we have to bring the high things down. That's that's what it's talking about our mind. And so evil spirits rise up against us to try to prohibit us from fulfilling God's purpose and God's plan in our lives. And you, beloved, have got to learn. We have to learn how to fight back. We have to learn how to identify the the lies of the enemy. We have to learn how to identify when things are truly demonic. And, and some things are just demonic. And you got to be able to say, no, that's, that's from the devil right there. This ain't, uh-uh, this, this right here, this right here, this, this ain't no natural storm. And I know God didn't send this. And I know I'm not reaping it. This right here has been sent from the pit of hell. And so you got to have that kind of wisdom. you got to have that kind of level of dis- discernment. And so you know, Jesus, uh, Jesus faced storms. You know, he faced storms. He faced circumstances. He, he, he uh, faced the storms even with, with people. And so this is one of the questions that you have to start asking yourself when you are not sure, you know, when you believe that there's a, it's a demonic storm, you've got to ask, what's the source of this storm? Where is this storm? Where is this storm coming from? And then what the way that you want to respond to love is you've got to exercise authority over that storm. Every demonic oppression, every demonic depression, every demonic and satanic attack, you have to take authority over it and speak the word of God over it. This is why you got to know the word of God. You can't speak what you don't know. This is why you got to put the phone down, beloved. Put the phone down. Open up your Bible and get back in your word. Life is taking us away from our word, but the word of God is the only thing that's going to sustain us. And so the disciples asked Jesus, they said, teacher, don't you care? You know, they were filled with fear in verse 38. They were filled filled with fear. They did not have the right response. So in each one of these storms, I told you the way that you should respond because the disciples didn't respond. They didn't respond in the right way. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't have, they didn't ask the right question. And so Jesus, Jesus didn't respond the way they wanted Jesus to respond because Jesus seemed like he was, he was, he was not concerned about the storm. They accused him of not even caring. They were, they were blinded to the reality of who he was. And, 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 and watch this. While they were in the storm, they were, looking, they were looking for someone to blame. Imagine that they were blaming Jesus for the storm. They were blaming Jesus because the storm was getting ready to go down. And so that's what many of us do when we're, when we're going down in the storm. We're looking for somebody to blame. The disciples were looking for somebody to blame. 
And so Jesus, the Bible says in verse 34 that Jesus woke up and he rebuked. He didn't even say nothing to them. He just instantly rebuked the wind. He rebuked the sea. He rebuked the storm. And so what, what is Jesus showing us, beloved, with the, when we go through these storms? He's, he's showing us how to exercise our faith. Jesus didn't plead with the storm. He spoke to it. So when you're going, I don't care what kind of storm you're going through, whether you made the storm, God directed the storm, it's a natural storm, it's a demonic storm, you, Jesus teaches us that you have the authority to use your faith in God to speak to the storm. He spoke to the storm, and he spoke words of, he spoke two things. He spoke two things. He spoke the words of faith, and he spoke words of command. He commanded the storm, and he spoke in faith. And so the reason why we cannot live in fear, beloved, is because fear quenches our faith. Fear quenches our faith, and it causes storms in our minds and in our emotions to, to overwhelm us and to overtake us. And so, uh, beloved, I, I want us to take courage this morning from our devotion. Take courage this morning from Jesus. Take courage this morning from the word of God, that whatever kind of storm that you're going through, it, it, it's not uncommon. Whatever kind of storm you're going through, uh, God is with you. Whatever kind of storm you're going through, it's not going to be more than you can bear. Beloved, I want to remind you this morning that if it's happening, you can handle it. And so, Jesus, we love you and we bless you, and we glorify your name, we magnify your name, and we lift you up. We just come to reverence you and to honor you and to lift your name on high. We come to say thank you. Thank you for being our alpha. Thank you for being our omega. Thank you for being the true and the living God. We bless you and we honor you this morning. Thank you for life and for health and for strength. All things come from thee, O Lord, and from thee we give, and to thee we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor. Thank you for watching over us last night while we slept and while we slumbered. Thank you for waking us up this morning and for starting us on our way. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you this morning for giving us wisdom and instruction and direction through your word. Father, we thank you that we know that whatever storm that we are facing in our lives, Father, that we are not by ourselves. Hallelujah. We thank you that Jesus is with us. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. We thank you that Jesus is in the boat with us. And no matter what comes up against us and whatever the storms and the winds may be, hallelujah to God, we are not by ourselves. We are not alone. We Thank you, hallelujah, for authority. We 
thank you for the authority to speak to the storm. Hallelujah. And this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, we speak to the storms in our lives. We speak to the storms in our finances. We speak to the storms that are in our marriages. We speak to the storms that are on our job. We speak to the storms that are in our the lives of our children. And we command peace in the name of Jesus. Every demonic storm that has been sent from the pit of hell, we send it back to where it came from. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray this morning for your sons and your daughters. I pray, God, that you would give them the grace to endure the storm. Don't let them die in the storm. Don't let them give up in the storm. Don't let them get weary in the storm. Don't let them change their mind in the storm. Don't let them turn back in the storm. But, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that they would be reminded, Father, that you are with them through the storm and that there is nothing that they cannot handle if you are with them. And so, Father, we thank you for victory in the storm. We thank you that the storm is producing a greater yes in us. We thank you that the storm is producing great surrender in us. We thank you that the storm is producing a yielded heart in us. And so, Father, this morning we yield to you. We yield to your way. <coughs> we yield to what you have for us. Father, whatever we're going through and whatever we're dealing with this morning, you have our attention. And so, Father, we ask this morning that you would speak to us. Speak to our hearts this morning. Father, speak to us. What is it that you're trying to say to us through the storm? The one, Father, that is dealing with the same storm over and over and over again. Father, what are you trying to teach us, Father? This morning, we're pulling on your wisdom. We're pulling on the spirit of wisdom this morning. We're pulling on the spirit of understanding this morning. And we ask that you would give us wisdom and understand. What are you trying to teach us? Why are we still here? Why can't we get out of this storm. storm. Speak to us this morning. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would give us the spirit of discernment to be able to discern the kind of storms, <clears throat> to be able to discern the storms that we are facing. Father, I pray that you would give us discernment, God, in the name of Jesus. Give us the discernment to be able to identify, Father, where the, the source of the storm. Hallelujah. Yes, God, that's it. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us to identify the source of the storm. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that as we identify the, the source of the the storm, that we will be able to handle ourselves accordingly. Yes, God, in the name of Jesus. And so we thank you. We thank you, Father, for giving us the grace to go through the storm. Thank you for giving us the grace to ride through the storm, giving us the grace, hallelujah, to overcome even in the storm. Everything around us is dark and cloudy. The boat may be sinking, hallelujah. <clears throat> but as long as you are with us, it is well with our soul. We want you to know this morning that we trust you even in the storm, hallelujah. We trust you 
even in the storm. We trust you. Our faith is in you, even in the storm, with sickness in our body, with all uncertainty. Father, we thank you, hallelujah, that the storm, I hear the Lord say, but the storm is passing, hallelujah. The storm is passing over, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The storm is passing. Come on, begin to praise him right here. I hear the Lord say, The storm is passing. The storm is passing. Uh, The storm is passing. I don't know who needs to hear this this morning, but the storm is passing. The storm is passing over. Yes, God, the storm is passing over. Come on, giving praise right here. Giving praise. Hallelujah. The storm is passing over. Hallelujah. I hear him say it. I don't know who this is for. Hallelujah. But lift up your hands right now and say, thank you, Jesus. Come on. Lift up your hands right now and say, Lord, I thank you. Come on. Lift up your hands right now and say, Lord, I bless your name. Come on. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, I thank you. That's a st- Hallelujah. Today you're coming out. Hallelujah. Today. Hallelujah. The dark clouds are moving out of your way. Hallelujah. The dark cloud that's been hovering ho- over your life is passing over you. Today it's over. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord say it ends today. Hallelujah. Come on, Zion. Somebody say it ends today. Come on, open up your mouth and say it ends today. Whatever you're facing, it ends today. Whatever you've been going through, it ends today. Come on, Zion, and shout it ends today. Hallelujah to God. It ends today. It ends today. It ends today. (coughs) The warfare that you've been facing, it ends today. The storm, it ends today. As a matter of fact, I'm going to open up the phone line. And I want on the count of three, I want everybody to give God a thunderous praise. On the count of three, I want everybody to give God a thunderous applause because I heard the Lord say that it ends today. Hallelujah. Come on, on the count of three, one, two. Come on, lift up your hands and begin to give God a shout. Come on, one, two, three. And we magnify you, God. Thank you, and so father we thank you hallelujah we thank you for keeping us through the storm but we thank you that the storm is passing over hallelujah hallelujah and so this morning we take off our storm clothes hallelujah we take off our storm coat hallelujah we take off our storm hat hallelujah we take off our storm our weather boots hallelujah we take it off hallelujah hallelujah to god and we give you praise this morning and we give you glory and we give you <coughs> thank you lord thank you for keeping us Thank you for protecting us. Thank you for not leaving us. Thank you. And we pray this morning in the name of Jesus, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts, we pray, Father, that they'll forever be accessible in thy sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. Let every heart that believe it say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I hear that song in my heart. Y'all remember that song? 
uh, I can't remember, <coughs> was it John Peaky? I'm so sorry to be coughing in y'all ear like this. Please forgive me, but I didn't want to miss prayer this morning. Was that John Peaky? You had this song, The Storm is Passing Over, Hallelujah. The storm is passing over. Y'all know where my church folks at. Hallelujah. Is that John P. King? The troubles in life that we all face, feeling as though there is no way. I know the Lord. I know the Lord has promised us that today the storm is passing over. And I just want you to be encouraged this morning, beloved. I want everybody this morning to grab a seat. <coughs> I want everybody this morning to grab a seed, grab a seed, grab a seed of 23, grab a seed of 23. This is, this is my, the storm is passing over. It ends. As a matter of fact, I want you to call this, it ends today. This is my, it ends today seed. Whatever that thing is that you've been dealing with, whatever that storm is that you've been going through, the Lord said it ends today. So I want those of you that can, to some of you, I want some of you to get a $23 seed. And some of you, I want you to get a $46 seed. And some of you, I want you to get a 123 seed. So I want those of you that can this morning, I, and I want you to sow according to your level, sow according to your faith. I want you to sow a $23 seed. I want you to sow a $46 seed, and I want you, or I want you to sow a 123 seed. And this is my It Ends Today seed. <clears throat> and I want you on the count of three. I'll give you time. You can go to the Cash App and uh, sow at a Jesus Speaks Life. Uh, those of you that sow by Venmo, you sow at Venmo at a Jesus Speaks. Those of you that sold by PayPal, the PayPal email is contact at azizamorrison.com. And those of you that sold by Zelle, it's azizamorrison at gmail.com. And if you don't sell those ways, you can go to the website, and there's a secure way for you to sell. But I, I want everybody under the sound of my voice, and if you don't have the $23, get whatever you can. Get as close as Get as close to it that you have. If it's a $5 seed, if it's a $3 seed, if it's a $2 seed, if it's a 23 cent seed, it's not the amount, it's the faith that it ends today. And so those of you that are sewing, I'm just giving you time to sew now. I want you to go right now to Cash App Aziza Speaks Life. Go to sewingworks.com and put that seed in the ground, uh, that uh, $23 seed, that $46 seed, or that $123 seed, and sew in faith. Go right now. <clears throat> Let me see. And we trust and believe God that the word of the Lord is sure. The word of the Lord is sure, and it must come to pass. God bless you, Shara. Shara sold her in it ends today. See, God bless you, Kim. She sold her it ends today. See, God bless you, Stacy. She sold her it ends today. See, God bless you, Twyler. She sold her it ends today. See, God bless you, Caressa. She sold her in today. See, God bless you, Tasha. She sold her in. It ends today, seed, and I see many of you. God bless you, uh, Dr. Pickney. So it ends his end. It ends today, seed. Sister uh, Denise, God bless you. She sold her. It ends today, seed. I see. I see those of you that are sowing, and those of you that will sow. I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you would see a harvest on your faith. That it ends today. That you can look back on this day and say, "This was the day that it ended for me." I love you all with the love of the Lord. <coughs> We'll be back on Thursday.
be praying for me that the, the that the Lord that this cough would end today for me in Jesus' name. But I love you all with the love, Lord. We'll be back here on Thursday. Watch out for an email or for a text message uh, if anything should be otherwise. All right, I love you. Walk with Jesus today. God bless you. Shalom. Bye bye.